Hello, and welcome to the Geekery Radio Hour. I am, of course, Doug, alongside my co-host, Kaylin. Say hello, Kaylin. Hey, guys. I thought you were going to say, hello, Kaylin. <laughs> I'm not that like clever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you doing, Kaylin? We Oh, actually, let me just start by saying we're recording this episode extremely late, and um, we Incredibly are close. recording... <laughs> recording incredibly far from each other we're yes. um doing a remote episode for the first time as yeah we are all in quarantine so if you hear differences in audio we are trying our best mainly and if it me. sounds better <laughs> we might we might never do a podcast in person again if it sounds better yeah see you never see you doug later. see you, i was just gonna say see you never <laughs> see you never <laughs> How are you? How are you doing? How are things? I'm fine. It's such a bummer that we're closed. But oh, yeah. Hopefully, you know, everybody will not be catching this virus and we'll all be cool. And We got another something. 30 days. 30 days to quarantine. Another 30 days. Well, you know, I'm really thankful for the podcast because it does, for me at least, add a little bit of more normalcy to my life, you know? Like we're yeah, still we have like a steady thing. We're still on a schedule of sorts, you know. For sure. And it's something to look forward to. I love doing this. Me too. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> how's work going for you? Uh I just started working still... from home. Um it's hard. It, my job is not necessarily essential, but also I can't really do it from home. So I am going into the office like one, one and a half days a week. And we are having like a skeleton crew in the office. So try to avoid. Your whole office is full of skeletons? Yes. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I work with a skeleton crew. I get spooked every time. Yeah. Jerry. You startled me. Jerry, is that you? Oh my God. Have you lost weight? That's what I say. Oh, Jesus. It's a real, it's a joke between us. He gets it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is comedy gold. I know. <laughs> We're doing great. Um, I can't read your face and like the just sheer disappointment with my, my joke. So I'm hoping all of them are going really well. Um, I am paying attention. I am not looking at my phone. I am present. I'm in the moment and I'm enjoying um, your skeleton Riff, Caitlin. Oh, well, thank you. There you go. Positive affirmations. What are you doing to distract yourself from how much the world is just coughing and burning? Coughing and burning. Um, I'm binging. Uh, I'm doing my, you know, crafts. I, I have uh, a crochet project going on. Um, I also am <laughs> trying to, like, rehab this, like, armoire that I have. Okay, uh, so you have, like, multiple plates spinning. Yeah, I mean, like, I just don't want to... I mean, trust me, I I am watching a lot of television. An insane amount oh, of television. Oh, we got a recommendation. Caitlin, oh, did we? From a listener. Rich, he suggests that we watch that Tiger King show. And oh, girl. I been, say, been there, done that. Caitlin been, told me to watch that show last week also. Been there, binge that. Holy... Crap. Mm-hmm. That tiger show. I think at one point I had you guess what it was about. Or no, maybe we, we spoke to Meg about it and we kind of just gave her a quick synopsis. Yeah, it sounds it sounded crazy and stupid mm-hmm. and I refused to watch it at first. Oh, and yeah. then I came home yesterday and our friend Ash was watching it. Mm-hmm. He was watching episode two and I was like, wait, what? What is this about? Yeah. Who? What are they doing? And then I ended up watching the whole thing. <laughs> it is a roller coaster. It changes what it's about a hundred times. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, like a hundred times per episode. Yeah. And it's not like it's like normal. It's like these far-fetched, really crazy scenarios that are happening. Like it's not like anything of the norm. Um, it's re- it's really really fucking fucked up, <laughs> like really yeah. fucked up. 
Carol Baskins. Oh, God. That dang Carol Baskin. That guy says her name so many times that he must say it in his sleep. He's just, like, snoring. He's like, mm, Carol Baskins. <laughs> There's, okay, can I just say this? There is literally zero people to root for in this oh, show. Oh, yeah, they're, each person There's, is more despicable than the last. All of them are garbage. Maybe the guy with the hat that was, like, part of, like, he was, like, a a show host of some sort. He, I, oh, but I, yeah, I feel that like, dude was creepy. Yeah. He's definitely seen the, some um, shit. I would say maybe Joe Exotic's first husband is maybe the least despicable of all of them, in my opinion. Mm, maybe. I, I don't know. His issues. But, uh, I don't know. I think he seemed the, I don't know. I, the, the whole thing is completely whack. I <laughs> cannot believe whack. that these people exist. I feel like Watching... I just got transported to the, the early 90s where things are still whack. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, Doug? I hated it and loved it and also hated it and never want to see it again. But I it's... loved it and I care about these characters and I hate them. It's a car crash. You just can't mm-hmm. look away. And, like, I'm surprised that you st- you held out for so long because Netflix is literally, like, punching everybody in the face about it. They're like, did you see Tiger King? And you're like, I don't, I don't really want to watch that. I want to watch The Office. And they're like, did you mean Tiger King? Did you want to watch that? What? I forgot that today when we were recording this episode, I really wanted to unveil my new catchphrase to open the show oh my god okay wait do you do you know what it is because i, I was don't. gonna say hey all you cool cats and kittens oh god <laughs> <laughs> i don't like it that lady totally killed her first husband right oh 100 percent. and fed him to the tiger yeah there is zero trace of him Oh, man. I need to watch something good and not, you know, <laughs> these horrible, horrible things. Well, what else What else have you been watching? Um, what's, what's in your quarantine queue right now, Doug? I will say at this moment, I have not started it again, but I am super stoked to rewatch Community. They just put the entire series mm, on mm-hmm. Netflix today, and I'm like, move over The Office, move over Parks and Recreation. I'm going to watch all of Community. I just did a binge watch um a couple months ago community yeah oh my god and you could tell you could tell i because of course anytime i watch something i have to also read the imdb trivia page about it uh-huh and like see the weird things but you could totally tell the uh, seasons that dan Harmon isn't involved oh it's so weird i've never seen all those episodes either they are terrible and insane like so much Mm -hmm. so like they they fired him they let him go and then they were like oh no no no! please come back like we are doing an awful job stewarding this fucking show that you created and like the characters on the show call it the gas leak season oh yeah they're like oh that yeah that was just there was a gas leak no one knows (laughs) what happened like oh my god that's i'm excited to rewatch that Mm-hmm. I just finished watching Happy Endings completely for like the hundredth time. You watched that again? Yeah. God, it's I love like that show. Comfort food, the television. You know what, show. Doug? That could be one of our wrecks. I don't know if I. I don't. I've no. Outside of our group, I know one other person that has watched Happy mm-hmm. Endings, and the show is literally perfect. If you like Friends, this is like Friends on pop culture speed. No. I don't like Friends, and I, I don't like the comparison. People do compare it, though. And it's really it's, unfair, because... It's like, Friends in the fact that there's literally six people, and they all mm-hmm. live in a city together, and it's interweaving throughout each one of their lives, and it could be like a Joey Monica episode, and a Chandler Rachel episode, you know what I mean? Like, it's in that yeah, case... It's, it's about it's six friends, friends who as, overstep bounds, and are... <laughs> Way too involved in each other's lives. But the show is comedy gold. Like, the one-liners, the throwaway lines, the... What is that called in the intro scenes where it's like they're talking about nothing before the scene starts? There's like a word for it. 
Oh, I know you're talking about how like they have like fake a fake conversation that just ended. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. I forget what it's called, but that's know. really good too. And the characters are perfect. It's just a really good show. I suggest everyone watch it. They still have it on Hulu, I believe. Yes. And it's a quick binge too. There's only three seasons. Yeah, it's unfortunately quick binge. Yeah. Um. You know what else I watched? What's that? Uh, Feel Good. Oh, that's the new show on Netflix also, right? Yes. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else? It's on Netflix. Okay. I was going to do a synopsis and I was like, I don't know. I don't want to do one. But I will. Fine. It's about a comedian, right? Yes. A comedian and a woman that frequents her show and they wind up dating and this woman that goes to the show, it's her first time dating a woman, so they play on that. But there's also, like, really realistic stuff that they play into, like drug use and codependency and, and stuff like that. But the See, show this sounds like really a funny. good show, and instead I watched the show about the tigers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, Doug, I we, we have time. spend my time a little wiser. <laughs> oh, God. We have time <laughs> to watch it all. We I know. Don't, we don't There's have to be time. picky. We could watch the good, the bad, the ugly, tigers, lions. The ti- bears. that tiger show <laughs> is the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's all of it, Kaylin. I don't see a lot of good. There's not a lot of good. In that <laughs> no, show. very, very, very little good. Just the bad and the ugly. Um. So this week's a kind of different show. We don't have a guest, mm-hmm. and uh, instead we're going to talk about our book club at some point. But should we first yeah. get to our first song? Yeah, why don't you intro it? So our first song today is Poison Arrow by ABC.
that was Poison Arrow by ABC. All right. Well, this week, um, well, actually, on Sunday of last week, we did a book club via Zoom, and it was for the title Monstrous. Doug, first thoughts. What'd you oh, think I'm still Monstrous? there. Um, Monstrous? Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm, like, really... <laughs> I, I did... It, it's a very... Very beautiful book. Listen, Doug. It's very good looking. Doug doesn't want to step any <laughs> lines. He doesn't want to, you know, cross anybody. It's not for me. I did not like it. It's not that it wasn't a beautiful book. It doesn't. It just the story itself just it didn't do it for me. I wasn't. I wasn't a fan. No, I agree. I don't know why I didn't really like it. It's like. For me, it was as if you started Game of Thrones, you just sat down on the couch and put on season three, episode five, and you were like, what's this show about? And you're like, oh, there's all these fantastical characters, there's these other races of people, there's these things, and da-da-da-da, and there's no Explanation, yeah. Explanation, anything, yeah. That's exactly what I compared it to. I compared it to, I didn't say watching Game of Thrones, but I don't know, whoever's read Game of Thrones, that first book, I just couldn't get past it. I They were in the woods, and they were introducing all these people, and I'm like, who the fuck is that? Like, am I supposed to yeah. give a shit that that person? Like, that was my also my problem with reading Catch-22. I don't know if you've ever read that. But they kind of mm-hmm. just plop you down in this... VA hospital during a war and it's from like this guy's first point of view and he's just saying names and you're like I don't know what the fuck that is I don't know where uh-huh. this is going I like I can't read stuff like that I need context I need like should I care that this is happening should I one I of know. the coolest things about the book honestly that I thought was pretty neat and you don't really realize it until you realize it is mm-hmm. Every soldier, all of the people who are in charge, everything, they're all female in the book. There's, like, maybe two male characters. I thought that was really interesting when you, like, are looking at it, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow. Like, there's no... Yeah. It's, like, predominantly, like, matriarchal society. That was really cool. Yeah, I did like that. But otherwise, I don't know. The book is super, super critically acclaimed. It's one... A bunch of Eisner Awards. It's won a ton of awards. It's won, like, comic book awards and, like, from Entertainment Weekly and stuff like that. Like, it's won all sorts, all sorts of awards. I, and it makes me wonder, like, why? Why are you missing How this? are there so many people who love it? What am I missing? What mm-hmm. am I not getting that all of these people found in this series? And I'm like, do I have to keep going? Is six issues not enough? Do I need, if I read that seventh, eighth issue, am I going to be like, oh, shit, this is... For me, I love this series. Yeah, no, that's I like, I lot. thought I thought the same exact thing. I um saw it on a bunch of like top one hundred comics list and mm. and it, it is very highly regarded. So I, I don't know. I don't know where the disconnect is. Maybe we do have to keep on reading just to see if we like it. Maybe it's something yeah. that I'll pick up in a couple months and be like, Oh, maybe I should you know, Yeah, maybe this. it's a go back to and not you know, immediately just jump into. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. maybe you need to sit and stew on it, really think about it again. Maybe read a review of it? I don't know. I don't know. See, that's just... the thing. That's the thing. You said with all these awards and stuff like that, that's why I don't, like, trust anything awarded because I don't, like, it's not that the book was terrible, but I just don't see it. I don't see it outshining so many other great things that are coming out. You know what I mean? Like I Mm -hmm. could pick five other titles right off the top of my head and be like, these are better. These should be talked about more. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what? Everybody has different tastes. You know, maybe this just wasn't for us. Maybe people out there absolutely adore it and they could explain to us what what we're missing <laughs> guys what maybe we'll get that guest that is like my thing is monstrous and here's why and then they'll convert us maybe i mean uh, hopefully i uh, maybe there you know there really is something we're missing something that's right in front of us that we we should give a shit about but as of right now mm-hmm. 
I don't recommend it. Not, I mean, I can't really say that. If you're into, what does Elizabeth call it? Hard sci-fi with like a a feminist kind of air to it. Yeah. If you're the into thing that, that's weirdest to me is sure. that I don't know how to explain it. It's like I didn't like it, but I wouldn't not recommend it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just read it, and I know that it's probably not for me. That's true. It's a very like I could tell it's well done. It's perfectly executed. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I cannot escape the fact that I do not really want to read another book of it. And I don't yeah, know, I've never felt that way about a book. I don't think that's like, like everything <laughs> though. Like take like. Even if we weren't reading comic books, even if we were watching movies, there's stuff that, like, I'll watch that you absolutely will not, and vice versa. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean that those mm-hmm. shows are necessarily bad, per se, but it just, it's not what we're into, you know? I think you kind of did maybe nail it by saying that it's like a, uh, it's an award-worthy or award-winning book, because, like... I cannot think of the last time that I really enjoyed an Oscar-nominated movie that was nominated oh. for, like, Best Picture or something. Well, Parasite. N- don't usually hit it for me, you know? like. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. What what the fuck was last year? The Shape of Water or something? Yeah, I, that's And I was like... For, well, I mean, that, you know, I think this year was the first time that a movie won that I was like, Parasite. Oh, I wanted to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, but, but like, before that, yeah. Green Book? Green Book? Yeah, and no. he's like, what was the dancing movie? The the movie about jazz? Jesus oh, Christ. La La Land? La La Land. Yeah, yeah. I've never been like, ooh, these look good. I don't know. And you know what? I watched La La Land. Not great. Ugh. Not great. I can't imagine. All the hype <laughs> over it, and I watched it, and I was like, okay. Like, I don't know. The weirdest thing about those movies is they all fizzle out. No one is still like, ooh, La La Land. But meanwhile, people are still talking about... Parasite. I'm sure whatever Marvel movie came out that year. You uh, know what I mean? Like, oh, for sure. Never any, like... Well, I mean... They don't have staying power, the award-winning things. They don't... <sighs> you know what the fucking thing is? And it really pisses me off. The Academy will award what they think is, like, the most hoity-toity movie. Like, which one's, you know, the most... I don't even know how to explain it, but then if you don't get it, it's like, oh no, it's it's highbrow. You don't you don't understand uh-huh. this type You're just of... kind of not smart enough. You don't. It. This is cinema, guys. This is exactly. Cinema. We talked about this on the last episode about oh, yeah. how like not the last one, a couple episodes ago, whatever. About how like time is an illusion. I'm not a huge fan of the Nolan Batman movies because mm-hmm. I feel like they take themselves to be cinema, versus the Burton Batman movies are Gotham to me. They are Batman. Yeah. To me. That is the way the comic translates is into those Burton movies. Yes, I agree. And listen, the I'm Nolan not... trilogy tries too hard to be high cinema and like uh-huh. they're, make, they're making statements and they're doing this and you know, it's, I'm not saying that no movie. I mean, any movie that has won an Oscar, I don't like, there are some that like no, sneak yeah. in that I love, but for the mm-hmm. most part, I think the Academy is just a bunch of fucking pretentious assholes. Mm-hmm. So, Take that with a grain of salt. (laughs) (laughs) Strong, strong thoughts on the Academy. And if you're listening, Academy, I didn't mean anything I said. I'm so sorry. Please include me. I really want to say to you right now with your take that with a grain of salt. It reminds me of. Did you watch Mrs. Maisel? Yeah. It reminds me of. What is the character that Jane Lynch plays? The comedian. Oh, I don't remember. And she, her punchline to every bad joke that she has is, put that on your plate. Oh, God. Like, that's what that reminded me of. Put that on your plate, Kaylin. Maybe that should be my catchphrase. Take that with a grain of salt. Well, I have high hopes for um, April's book club. So yes. we already know basically right now that we're not going to be able to have a physical book club again in April. No. And I really don't want to lose the steam of us doing book club so Agreed. We'll, already we're going to schedule this one for um a zoom meeting the same yeah and we'll do it on the last friday of the month where book club was meant to be mm-hmm. so that means that it'll be on april 24th at seven o'clock yeah doing so it on we'll a sunday on doing it on a sunday was weird that's the lord's yeah, it day was weird and that's the lord's we day, already made <laughs> it sure is <Caitlin. laughs> 
<laughs> You're just such a pain in the ass. And take that with a grain of salt. Wow, these are hitting. Idiot. Okay, so this the book for the month of April is Middle West by Scotty Young and George Corona. I think I'm pronouncing that correct. It could be Jorge, and I'm super sorry. Okay, so this book, here's a brief synopsis of Middle West book one. Shoot. The land between the coasts are vast, slow to change, and full of hidden magics. The town of Farmington has been destroyed, sending an unwitting adventurer and his vulpine companion in search of answers and to quell a coming storm that speaks his name. From Scotty Young and George Corona comes the tale of Abel, a young boy who must navigate an old land in order to reconcile his family's history. The perfect read for fans of dark fantasy like Return to Oz, classic Don Bluth animation, and or Miyazaki animation. Volume 1 collects issues 1 through 6 of this ongoing series. Wow. Did it compare it to Return to Oz? Because I love that. I know. I think that you'll really enjoy this book. I've read, when this book first started coming out, we had carried it with issue one and mm-hmm. forward in the store. And I was reading it until it suddenly like kind of caught fire and I would sell out before I could get to it. So I've only ever read the first three issues and then okay. I got kind of like backtracked with a bunch of other stuff. And this book is really good just from what I've read already. So okay. I'm excited to do this one. It's um like a lot of fun. I don't know. And spooky and like, it's it's very... It is exactly, I think, as the description leads it to believe. Like, I think you'll dig it. Oh, my God. I cannot wait. I hope when this is going in the fall that we do a bunch of spooky books. Oh, yeah. We have to. Those are my favorite. Right now, if anybody hasn't really recognized yet, I've been kind of trying to keep it to um, indie comics because they do seem a little bit more approachable. And some of them are kind of low numbers. So you could jump into the ongoingness of it. Yeah. If you do enjoy it. And I've been flip-flopping with a more recent and the image classic. So this mm-hmm. is a more recent one because Monstrous has kind of been a little bit uh, more ongoing and still is, you know, released regularly. Yeah. So with that said, I also wanted to announce that we've released the book for the month of May. For those who are in quarantine and, you know, you, I don't know, you're bored, you want something to read, mm-hmm. we've bundled together... April's book and May's book with a geekery pin that you can purchase for 25 bucks for both and comics we'll and the pin. House. Yes. Oh wow. For both books and the pin and we'll mail it to your house or not mail it to your well I'll I will ship to your house <laughs> but we'll deliver to your house. And Delivery. Our, our book for the month of May. <clears throat> okay. Is um volume 1 of Paper Girls. This is a um I would say image classic at this point. It's volume 1. And this is from Brian K. Vaughn and Cliff Chang. And this is the synopsis. In the early hours of Halloween of 1988, four 12-year-old newspaper delivery girls uncover the most important story of all time. Suburban drama and otherworldly mysteries collide in this smash hit series about nostalgia, first jobs, and the last days of childhood. This volume collects Paper Girls 1 through 5. I love Paper this Girls. This one, I would definitely say, is like for people Doug, who are like fans of Stranger Things. You're stomping um, all over me. What? You're stomping your big ogre feet all over me. Let me take the boots off. What's up, Kalen? I just want to say, I have read Paper Girls, and I loved oh, you did? it. Yeah. I think, I, done, I think I've done volume one and volume two so far. Okay, cool. I so loved it, though. On, I'll reread um, it. I don't, it was really good. And, you, and know, you definitely have to um, not, you know, spoily. Oh, no, no, no spoilies. No spoilies. <laughs> but uh, I love Brian K. Vaughn. Pretty much anything he does. Brian K. Vaughn is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His um, work on The Runaways and um, Saga. he wrote this Doctor Strange book that's so good. And, oh, um, yeah, Saga. <laughs> How do I always forget Saga? I don't know, dude. Yeah, that's Saga's like, brilliant. Yeah, my fave. Saga is so brilliant and such like a great like entry point that I'm like hesitant to do it in book club because I feel like everyone has read it. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. like it feels like it's almost like, yeah, no doy you're going to read Saga in a book club, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I that's another one of the wrecks. It's not a... It's oh, for not, sure. Yeah. 
it's not a, a a Netflix binge, but guys, Saga has what eight volumes? Nine? I think there's nine. Nine? Yeah, nine volumes. Mm-hmm. So there's plenty to read. Fifty-two mm-hmm. issues, I think. Yeah, that sounds and right. It's still on its hiatus, so read yeah. it now before they come back. What's going on with that? Why? Why haven't they come back I don't yet? Know. They were supposed to. It was supposed to be supposed to have come back already. It definitely should have been back by now, but you know, that's I don't how know. things go. I guess maybe Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples have uh, have something else more pressing. Maybe something new. Who knows? I know I've seen Fiona Staples has been doing a lot of variant covers lately. Has she? Yeah. Her art. We already talked about it in the episode where we you interviewed me, but her artwork is mm-hmm. fantastic. It's insane. It's incredible. Yeah. When she started doing Archie, when they rebooted Archie mm-hmm. a couple years ago, I was like, I'll read Archie if she's drawing it. I don't care. Yeah, right? Like, I'm hands down. I'm like all about it. And the book turned out to be great, too. So That's the really <laughs> fun disappoint. thing about about <laughs> comics, I think. If you kind of follow people that have like consistently you know, done really good work, like Brian K. Vaughn, everything that I've read by him so far has been fantastic. You know what I mean? So you could kind it of follow the the writers and you could follow I don't wanna mistake the the term. Is it illustrator? Is it I think you'd more say artist. Artist, okay. Artist yeah. and stuff See, like that. Without a doubt. I would say that it's super interesting because um like you're saying with comics, you can not only be a super fan of a writer and find a new character, find a new artist that way. Mm-hmm. But you could be a fan of a of a character and be like, oh, I really like Captain America. Mm-hmm. And then you're reading the most recent Captain America and you're like, this person who's writing this is incredible. And then totally fall for their writing and move on to something else that they've done. Oh, it's for really sure. It's really interesting. That's, you know? that's to touch base on what you said before about um, choosing indie comics is, is why I like the book club is because I ta- I've talked about it a bunch a bunch of times and it's daunting to try to get into a series with a very well-established Marvel character, DC character. It's very intimidating to yeah. know where to start or what you might like. You know what I mean? And with a lot of these more indie series, you're, you know, on the ground floor. There is no insane back history of the characters or anything like that. Yeah, and I actually, I honestly liked when Kyle came on and he talked about Batman and he gave his recommendations for what he would, where he would start because my nephew and niece are really into Batman and I never really want to get them anything because I'm not sure what they'd be into, but I think I'm going to go off of some of his recs for, you know, like Aiden's birthday is going to be in June. So I'm going to try to use that and see if he'll like that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I'm learning. So if you're interested in getting involved with our book club. Oh my God, wait. You can purchase. What? I'm sorry. Can I just say this is quite a life hack. It might be shitty, but (laughs) I love getting comics, especially comics that I would not normally purchase or read myself for my niece or nephew because I'll like Are you going to say that you read them first and then I don't, give them as a gift? I don't read the whole thing, but I'll I'll like thumb through it and be like, "Do I like this? Would I want to read this?" But it's like a good way. It's like, "All right, now you get this gift and I like maybe found something else to read." You know what I mean? That's incredibly shady and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You you're telling me if you bought a comic book, something that you didn't read for like one of your, you know, friends or or somebody you wouldn't crack it and be like, what, what is this about? What, what Maybe. is this? I mean, you have a whole entire be, store that would have to, to do that. Mean, that would mean that I would have to buy it early and not have to forget and then last minute be like, oh shit, I forgot to get blah, blah, blah for something. Well, this and is, then, this is why know. this benefits. It's like mutually beneficial is because when I come visit you in the shop, I'm like, whose birthday is coming up? Could they read a comic? Because, like, not for nothing, I am a lazy piece of garbage. So, like, if I don't have to go to another store and can just buy the gifts while I'm already in your store, it works out. So, you can purchase Middle West or Paper Girls separately if you already have one or you're only interested in one. But we do have that bundle right now. And uh, we'll bring it right to you. There's also... I, I really wanted to, you know, let people know that if you 
also wanted to read these, you know, you could, and you have the single issues, or you already read the book, and you have the book at home, and you want to join the book club, please join us. Yeah. We want to, you know, hear all different opinions. Doug has been putting be really awesome. the uh, Zoom information on their Facebook. So, yes. um, yeah, anyone's more than welcome to join. You could just pop on and listen, or <laughs> you could talk. You could do whatever you want. You yeah. listen to me yammer definitely... on and on about nonsense as per usual. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, book club should be fun this month. Um, Doug, you want to throw to that second song? Our second song this week is Arrow by Tegan and Sarah. And that was Arrow by Tegan and Sarah. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Were you expecting that? <laughs> what? Were you expecting that? What, that you came back? Yeah, that I introed it back. Yeah. Outroed it back? I don't know. Outro. Mm. Intro, Is outro. Intro? You introed us back? Yeah, I guess both could work. I outroed the song and introed us back to the show. You sure did, Kaylin. I sure did. You're a real tro. And you know Crows before Crows. <laughs> before pros. I thought it was really funny and clever when Game of Thrones was on at one point, I said, uh Crows before hose. Oh, that is good. Isn't that clever? Did they have a t shirt? I don't know. Somebody probably scammed me. Scammed used, you. used my cool saying, put it on a shirt. Crows is what they call the night watch, right? Uh, I don't know. Kaylin. 
I was like, no, that's the thing with the three eyes, but that's a raven. That's the three-eyed raven. That's the crows so is what they raven. call the Night Watch. And <laughs> that's so three-eyed raven. <laughs> she kind of does have a third eye. She sees into but the future. The crows before hoes, Kaylin, works so much better because when you take the oath as a watch... I already forget everything about Game of Thrones. Never mind. <laughs> scrub, 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 scrub. <laughs> You're talking about the wall, the people on the wall, right? Yes. Uh, and those people. God, what are, are the they wall. called? The wall people. We get it. Everyone knows people. what we're talking about. The Night Watchmen. Is that it? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Welcome back. That was <laughs> that Arrow was, by T. And this is our Game of Thrones podcast where we don't know what we're talking about at any point. Honestly, that show, I watched the series finale, Kaylin, and then I went, well, and then I scrubbed any of it from my Oh, head. yeah. I can't remember much that like, kind of stuff anymore. Much like all of the character development of the Khaleesi, um, it was all wiped away by the fucking finale. <laughs> yeah. So my memory Just was also wiped away. Great, great, great. I really, I really want to <laughs> binge watch that, I, but it, I can't. Game of Thrones? Yeah. Oh, Kaylin, there were some episodes that were an hour and 20 minutes. Remember I that? know. I know. They were secretly super duper long. I know. I do want to see, but it's not like a show that you could like watch episode here and there. Like you can't piece episode it. You have to watch it completely through. But I think I'll end it like, you know, after that cave scene with Khaleesi and, um, mm-hmm. you know. That guy. <laughs> What's his name? That guy. Jon Snow. Yeah, that guy. I keep wanting to say Am Rob Stark. Right? Yep. Jon Snow. Jon Snow. You know, where they're like, we shouldn't be in love, but we are in love. And then I'll be like, all right, the end. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> the end. The end. Or maybe I'll just stop it after Cal Drogo dies, because that's really where... The, se- the first season's perfect. So, I mean, like, to watch that wouldn't be a, a burden, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, I guess, after that, how how many seasons was there? Eight? I, Two God. was probably really good. Somehow. I can't imagine it just sitting se- there and watching all of that again. What, eight years worth of Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yeah. Was it, even, much, was it even eight years? Did they take a year off or no, something? No, it was like ten years. Yeah. Not off, but it took them a little bit longer to do production and whatnot. I'll say, the effects people on that show did amazing. <laughs> You're still talking about Game of Thrones? <laughs> like, we <laughs> joked, like, and this is Game of Thrones hour, but now it's turning into... Alright, like, alright. You're just like the special effects guys. Guy. The guys. one guy. <laughs> and uh, how dare you assume it was a guy, Doug? You don't guys know. Guys doesn't mean... Guys is a gender neutral term. Mm. And you know that. From the, that and dude. From the guy. Mm-hmm. Take that with a grain of salt. Take that. Oh, <laughs> damn it. It's really going to be a thing now. Um, all right. Take well, whatever. We will move on from Game of Thrones. We'll we'll do another podcast where we review each episode. <laughs> oh, God. I can't. I don't think I can handle that. Well, they give us a lot of content. A lot of content. Anyway, uh... I have a really funny story, and there's really no way to smoothly transition into it, but I just thought Mm -hmm. it was really funny. Um, So, yeah, I I am single, and I'm not putting that out there on blast to hopefully get messages, but I'm, I'm just saying being single during the coronavirus pandemic is, is especially awful, and to kind of bide my time and actually like talk to people i uh am on a dating social app whatever that would oh. be considered um tinder apps. oh god i hate them i go on every once in a while and it's literally for a week's time and i'm like i fucking hate everyone and then i delete mm-hmm. them and i'm like all right let me go about my business so whether it be boredom or whether it be actually trying to find a connection, I re-downloaded Tinder 
uh, the other day, and I already have to delete it. What happened? <laughs> the, like, <laughs> it should be that bad. The first gentleman that I swiped with, he said, um, I'm writing a book about disappointing women. Would you like to be a chapter? And I oh. was like, hmm. This sucks already, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have fun with it. I was like, yeah, as long as I get the dedication as well. And he was like, oh well, Caitlin, um, that's a good line, right? I I think that's actually <laughs> so. Wait, it gets better. So he goes, okay. um, oh well, like you you wait until you hear about the disappointment I've had I have planned for you, and I was like. I've been training for this my whole entire life. So you doubled so. down on being disappointing. Hold on, it gets it gets better or worse depending uh-huh. on. When. So I say I've been training for this my whole life, and he goes, "Well, do you want to hear the name of the chapter?" And I said, "Sure, like go ahead." And he mm-hmm. said that the name of the chapter dedicated to me in his book about disappointing women would be McDonald's and BDSM. And I said, and I said, oh, wow, so I guess you're a fiction writer. But so I guess you're a fiction writer? Yeah, because why the fuck? I don't like McDonald's or BDSM. So why the fuck would okay. you write a chapter in a book about disappointing <laughs> me? About well, McDonald's? Well, I guess that would be the disappointment, Caitlin. Oh, I guess, yeah, maybe miss my mark. There you go. There's your disappointment. God. He brought you a Whopper. You're a vegetarian. Uh, and um, Doug, I don't eat McDonald's, what? and even I know that Whoppers aren't from McDonald's. That is a Burger King thing. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so dumb. <laughs> Jesus. He bought me a Big Mac, and I'm a vegetarian. But, yeah, isn't that the, this is the sad reality of, like, online dating like there is literally zero veil or no there is a veil rather and Uh these fucking fucktard men go behind it and they just say all this random stuff that like doesn't make any sense and also like you're right Doug not only did he double down he like triple down on being a fucking disappointment so like what am I supposed to do with that Mm -hmm. I really don't know and guys, if you're out there, if you're listening, please just talk in a very normal manner to women. Don't be fucking, don't try to be funny like that. It's not funny. That's really shitty. You really want to start a conversation with like, oh, oh you want to be disappointed. I'm a piece of shit. Like, I mean, I guess thanks for the heads up that you're fucking garbage. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. But I, I, the thing that, like, guys get in their head, and then I'm talking to this other guy, and he's just, mm-hmm. he's asking a lot about me, but to the point mm-hmm. where it's like, are you gonna fucking find out who I am in real life and murder me? Like, the questions are just ongoing, and it's, like, very in-depth about my job, and it's not just normal, cordial conversation, it's like well, how long have you been doing this? And where's your job? And also, do you drive there? Do you park in the parking lot in, in like, a unlike, not very well lit section? <laughs> like, it's fucking weird. I don't know how you deal with these people on these apps, Kaylin. <laughs> I, don't. I, really don't. I I download it because I forget. I trick myself and I'm like, well, maybe it's not going to be that this like that bad this time. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it'll work out. Nope. Literally, it's been two days, and I'm like, I have to fucking delete this thing. This sucks. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. But yeah, that's my f- somewhat funny Tinder story about how men are a huge disappointment. And apparently writing about it. Not all men. Sorry, Doug. <laughs> Hashtag not all men. Doug doesn't have to worry about this because he met the love of his life at a very young and tender age, and they are very much in love. <laughs> and they could the eat shit. 
You are such a pain in the ass. Eh. Uh. I don't think so. Well, I think I'm great. Um. Oh, well, I have a cool thing. Okay. Because the store is closed. I've been doing. That's the cool thing. I'm going to go on another run, I think, on Monday. Yeah, I've been. Well, <laughs> the store being closed is not a cool thing at all. Hmm. But I've been gathering up some books. I've had a couple people actually drop by some books to the store. And I've been redistributing nerdy sci fi books and fantasy books to the little free libraries in the area and a bunch of comics. I threw a ton of comic books in these things. I saw that. I saw batch. you're posting the locations too on the on the store's Instagram, right? Yeah, like there's so many in the area. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I love those things too. There's always like such great, like neat, weird things mm-hmm. in them. Like I found some good books in them over the last couple years. Yeah. I love the ones that like, I don't know. Are just like crammed stuff with like a hundred different types of books. It's oh so yeah, cool to like really like thumb through and be like, you know, like you feel like you have options, <laughs> and it's not all just like weird old Michael Crichton or Tom Clancy books. I love when we stop. We take the train to Asbury and we stop at the Free Library, and uh-huh. we pick up a book before we like go out to dinner and like hit up bars and like just like in the middle of a bar. Just whip out like some random the like Hobbit. yeah. <laughs> You're like okay. You're like okay. I forgot this is in my pocket. Oh cool. my god! I was reading something. God, I don't know. I think it was like on my phone, and it was for a book club once. And mm-hmm. it was when we went to the Stone Pony that one year for New Year's. And like everybody was coupled up, and they were like having fun, and I'm just in a corner, like on my phone reading a book. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> like, I, it was, I forget what they did. What did they do? Some, like, 90s New Year or something? Something like that. You guys didn't suck. My friends were awesome, and we hung out in the back, and we were all chatting, but everyone else sucked. <laughs> everyone was wasted, and I was just like, I just want to, I just want to read this book. It was a good book. I forget what it was, but it was good. And you found it at your local Little free library. I don't think so, but everyone <laughs> should everyone should stop by their local free library oh and check goodness. it out for sure. I, I am really hopeful to build one. I know. I, I wasn't I really, sure. Really, really, I wasn't really. sure if you wanted to mention that just in case really we failed. But we we no. This is like it forces me into making sure that it gets done and it's done true. correctly. Uh, well, I'm putting it out into the world. Since this whole, like, coronavirus thing, that's another thing that has to be put off for a little bit. But we did ask a few friends of ours um, to help us make it. And hopefully uh, it will be done by this summer. Yeah, because I'm not handy, but I can paint it and design it and all that stuff. I just cannot build it physically as I am dumb and do not have tools. It's not the fact of being dumb. I feel like anyone can make one of those things, but it's really... There's so many tools that like like power tools that I don't have either. Like a hammer. No, I'm not even talking. No, I have a or like, hammer. For instance, you don't have a, a hammer. Screwdriver. I also not really. ha- I have a not screwdriver. really. How do I not really have a hammer? <laughs> like you have I can't even give you a firm yes or no. I not really. Like you have, have something that you use in place of a hammer like a shoe and you're like I kind I've of used a coffee can before. <laughs> See, there you go. I kind of have a hammer. It's not considered a hammer, but I use it as a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> I've Doug, used I gotta um, get also you... a screwdriver I've used as a multi-tool. I've used the back, like the handle of a screwdriver mm-hmm. as a hammer once. My brother got me a um, a toolkit when I moved to Philly. So, yeah. yeah. And it actually comes in really like handy, like... For a lot of things, like my cabinets, for whatever reason, I think like the building itself was on a slant, and for some reason the cabinets were like heavier and tilted uh-huh. forward. So every once in a while, I'd have to like rescrew in the bracket, so it wasn't like slanted. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I used like uh, um, a wrench to fix the gate out front, which is funny because <clears throat> I I lived like in a building with like 
three grown men and they didn't have any tools. And I'm like, no, no, I got this. (laughs) Fix it real quick. And they're like, thanks. You put on like your overalls. I did. And And I like, I like like, workman cap. Yeah. And I made them take like a picture afterwards where I was like doing a whole Rosie the Riveter thing, you know, (laughs) like in front of the gate, just like, got this guys. I was picturing you more like Mario, but in your world, you were Rosie the Riveter. Yeah. I saw Mario. I don't know how to take that, Doug. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is it Mario you Plumber? Are oh. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know. That's. You're going to get canceled, Plumbers Doug. You're going to get fucking oh, no. canceled. <laughs> don't talk about my Italian heritage For like that. Generalizing your Italian heritage. I'm so sorry, Caitlin. How dare you? So, so sorry. Um, wow, we got really off track. I forgot we were talking about free libraries. That's it. Yeah. I think we're kind of closing the show at this point. <laughs> Are we? Are it was we? a good episode, Caitlin. Is there anything? We caught we... up. Oh. We talked about book club. We did. We listened to two very good songs. Two and about to be three. About to be three. We're sneaking in a rogue third song. Yes. We see what you did, Justin, with your arrow theme. So we're playing along with it, and since we didn't have an interview this week, we figured we would uh, end on a on a high note of a song, so you guys don't have to hear yeah. us like do that weird, shitty bumbling <laughs> closing thing where we're like, oh, oh Kaylin, we're still die. gonna do that. Oh yeah, for sure. But the ending note will be the song <laughs> this time, and not that. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're saying that it won't fully end on the bumbling. You go from bumbling to a a bop. Yes, a bumble to a bop. <laughs> uh, Doug, where can we find the shop? The shop can be found at the Geekery NJ and physically at 133A Main Street in Madawan, New Jersey. And how about if anyone wanted to like send us a message about the podcast or make any comments, where could they contact us for that? You could email us at the Geekery Radio Hour or at gmail.com. Or you can message us on Facebook. And what about at you? The Geekery NJ. Me? Where can you be I've found? I've been at Dumple Steltskin. And I've been at K underscore O. <laughs> okay, Doug. What? We're signing off. I thought you I thought you were gonna say more, and now here we are again just bumbling. We're just messing up the yeah. ending. <clears throat> oh, you know what? It's, uh, you know what? what? I wanted mm. to see if if I can get a sponsorship for us. That's how sponsorships oh, okay. work, right? You just other than the comic book store. Yeah, but you, like you just ask for them, right? And then they contact you, and they're like, "Here, here you go. This is free stuff." Otherwise, you could put it on your vision board. Ooh, I don't. And then will it into ex- existence? I don't have a vision board. Maybe that's another you craft. Maybe that's another craft I can do during the quarantine. You have big vision board energy, Kaylin. Ew. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know that for a fact is an insult. Never once it's have not. I ever had a fucking vision board and never will I Why ever not? have one. Because I, oh. I don't need to vision it on a board. I know what I fucking want in life. I don't need to manifest it. It's fine. And that is to be sponsored by... Charlotte's Web. Do you know Charlotte's Web, Doug? No. What is Charlotte's Web? Charlotte's Web is that book by E.B. White. Some you, pig. You would think that. But actually, Charlotte's Web is a company that sells CBD uh, products. Whether it be okay. gummies, whether it be drops, whether it be powder. I don't remember all the forms. I know there's drops and gummies. I personally have gummies. And I have mm-hmm. trouble sleeping at night. I get crazy insomnia Especially when I'm stressed out, especially during a pandemic, or so I've learned. <laughs> I was going to say, what's stressing you out? <laughs> I can't understand. Or so I've learned as of recent, I get stressed out from the pandemic. And I got the sleep gummies that have 10 milligrams of, what is it, plant-based cannabinoids. And it also has melatonin mm-hmm. in it, too, I believe. Oh, yeah, yes, it does say melatonin in it. Um, they're wonderful. I literally only take a few, and it really puts me on my ass and, and makes me fall asleep. So if y'all are having trouble sleeping, definitely go on their website and uh, order yourself some. 
Again, not an ad. I'm not getting any kickback for this, but I really do enjoy them. Doug. That sounds like a lot of fun, Kaylin. And I hope. (laughs) Why are you doing such large gaps of silence? You're killing me. I'm so sorry. Such a dick. I hope that pig from Charlotte's Web sends you. (laughs) Uh, I hope you fucking kick rocks, Doug. Some pills. Some gummies. Sorry, gummies. Shit, I was close. <laughs> Some gummies. All right. I think we should end it here. It's a very natural ending point for us. Very natural ending. Super cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Geek Radio Hour. If you've made it to this point in the show. We apologize. You, um, no, we don't apologize. Right. But. You do deserve some sort of sainthood or, oh, <laughs> Kaylin. Yeah. That's very funny. Why? The Tegan and Sarah song that we just played. Was Arrow. Is from the album Sainthood. Oh, that is funny. That's funny. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, wait. Wait. <laughs> nope. What? One more song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> our final song, our outro song is Glass Arrows by Circa Survive. Goodbye, guys. Goodbye. Goodbye. Please listen to next week's episode. <laughs> It'll be better. <laughs> we promise. can't promise we that. You. We don't make Goodbye. that promise. <laughs> All right, stop. Stop. <laughs>